Boker Tov, we are in Shemuel Bet. Sorry, we are in Shemuel Bet, verse 20 of chapter 6. Verse 20, chapter 6. And David brought the Ola and the Shilamim in celebration of a successful retrieving of the Aaron. The Aaron is now settled in Ir David, and he gave all of the people of Israel gifts in celebration of this momentous occasion in which not only is the kingdom of David established, but the, seat, the throne of God, which is who is the true king, is also established in Yerushalayim, and all of Am Yisrael is united. So this is a seminal moment in the history of Am Yisrael, but obviously it's still not complete, because there is more to be built, but it is a very, very important moment for Am Yisrael. Now if you remember when David, let's go back a couple of psukim, and we could see in Pasuk Tetzain, 16th Pasuk of chapter 6, we had studied, as the Aaron of God is coming to the city of David, Michal, the daughter of Shaul, is watching through the window, and she saw David dancing and jumping around before God, and Bilibah, and it was and it was scornful in her heart. So that was a few psukim ago. Now we didn't dwell on that. We just pointed out that, that Michal was watching this whole celebration as they were bringing the Aaron, and she thought it was scornful. It was uh, degrading in her heart. Okay. Now notice degrading that he was dancing in front of the Aaron. Yeah, and and she's going to she's going to spell out her words in the in the pasuk we're reading now. But what I want to point out is how is she described? What's the title she's given? Michal? Daughter of Shaul. Which is an indication that the Tanakh wants to say that she is... Right now we are, we are identifying her with the house of Shaul more than with the house of David. She is less the wife of David and more the daughter of Shaul still. So it sets up the idea that potentially the, this uh, conflict that we are about to show between Michal and David... Represents a conflict between the house of Shaul and the house of David. It's like a conflict between them. It's like a, it's a thing. Can it be similar to the, the other wife of David, who um, I forgot her name, but it was always mentioned as Abigail, but Eshet no, Navala. No, no, Eshet, uh, the bad guy. Abigail, Eshet Navala Carmeli. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, it, and can, it, can it be like that? That Michal is always referenced as the daughter of Shaul. So when the Chachamim saw what the thing with Abigail. They said that the reason she's referenced as the wife of Naval is because while she was still married to Naval, she hinted to David that she wanted to be his wife, which is very inappropriate. And out of scorn, or out of, in order to, to kind of like punish her, they describe her by the name of her husband that she basically betrayed. Or that she uh, hinted while she was still married to that she was not going to be with him. But, um, so it could be the same idea, meaning... Meaning, it seems from there that the Chachamim, when the Tanakh calls a wife by the name of the original situation, is trying to hint something potentially negative. In Abigail's case, is the fact that she hinted that she's going to be with someone else. And in Michal's case, it could be that the fact that she's still mentally a daughter of Shaul, which is a bad thing. Now to our Pasuk. David comes back to bless his house because he had just given gifts to all of Am Yisrael. So now he has to bless his house. And Michal, the daughter of Shaul, comes towards David. 
מלך ישראל אשר נגלה היום לעיני אמהות עבדיו כהיגלות נגלות אחד הריקים. She says sarcastically, how honored is the king of Israel today that exposed himself in the eyes of the maid servants of his servants like would expose himself a empty person. Empty, no, achad harikim, a empty person. So she's saying, how honored was the king acting today when he exposed himself in, su- in such a dishonorable fashion? That's what Michal basically says to him. Pasuk kaf alaf ayomer David el Michal, lifnei Adonai asher b'achar bi me'avich u'mikol beto l'tzavot oti nagid alam Adonai al Yisrael v'sichakti lifnei Adonai. And he says to Michal, David says to Michal, I was dancing before God who chose me over your father and over all of your father's house to make me the leader over the nation of God, over Israel. And I was dancing before God. I wasn't exposing myself before the maidservants of the servants. I was dancing before God. And Pasuk Kapet, Un kaloti od mizot, and I would quote-unquote degrade myself more than this and I see myself as low in my eyes and with those maidservants that you are talking of with them I would actually be I would actually rather be respected with them meaning I don't care to be uh, honored by the elites if I'm honored by the maidservants and I'm part of the masses, that's, that's better for me. So David is saying a few things here. Interesting. Interesting things. On the one end, he's saying, I was dancing before God. And he very directly says, and God chose me over you, over your, over your dad. And he also says, seemingly unlike you, Michal, I actually don't mind being with the maidservants and respected by the maidservants. I don't need to be above everyone else. I'm part of the people. And I'm just serving God. So, so it's very interesting what's going on here. Last pasuk, Michal bat Shaul lo yaled. And to Michal, the daughter of Shaul, she had, did not have a son, or she did not have a, a child. Ad yom motah, to the day that she died. Okay, so she did not have any kids. According to the Peshat, that means she did not have any kids at all. However, we did know in the list of David's wives. Until it, the day of her death. Name, name so that's a, that's a Midrash. Oh, wait, so first of all, according to the Peshat, that means that she did not, have any, did not have any kids. However, we have a list of David's wives earlier on, I think uh, somewhere in uh, chapter 2, chapter 3, of Shemuel, Shemuel Bet, in which it describes that he had a wife named Aigla, and he had a son from the wife uh, named Egla. And the Chachamim said that this is actually Michal. Egla is Micha Okay So how could it be According to the Chachamim How could it be that she had She had a son So the Chachamim say that Until the day that she died She didn't have a son But on the day that she died She had a, she had a child She died in childbirth She died in childbirth Okay As the Rashi says Oh no Rashi doesn't say it Who says it Radak says it Okay I, I, I'm having an issue No Because Listen She's just having a conversation With her husband Okay Why is she being punished By God That she's She has a difference Of opinion So we'll get to it. I wish we had more time today But there's a very Very interesting discussion On this On these four psukim It seems It seems like It's not a This is just like A scapegoat For Michal's death Meaning this is just really, An excuse really, But there was some other reason Really it's 
It's from the, the curse that, that Shaul got, that his whole family will die out. Interesting. And without children. Okay. When did Shaul get a curse like that? I know Eli had a curse like that. No, what do you mean? Shaul said you we're going to remove your whole family from the kingdom. But what about but death? I'm not sure. We'll discuss more tomorrow. It's a very important topic. Baruch Adonai Yadam. Amen. Amen.